to Further Up and Further In. I'm Amy and I'm here with Michelle. Hi, Amy. We are right now in what shockingly I'm calling the fourth week of our COVID quarantine as yes. we're recording this. I mark that date by the day that schools got closed. Oh yeah, that's that's when it starts in my mind. All the other restrictions beforehand were like, eh, whatever. Yeah. But it's it got real. Yeah, so we're recording this now. By the time we release it, we actually have no idea what sort of circumstances we're releasing this podcast into. But I feel like our topic today, which feels super pertinent to me right now, has always applied and always will apply. Oh, totally. And I think it's also one of those ones that we can easily dismiss as like, oh yeah, that's nice. That's a Christian thing. Uh-huh. You know, we're talking about the fruit of the spirit. Okay, I wondered when we were going to talk I know, about I was like, we should there. let them know so that people I'm know what's going on. I'm planning in my head how and when you're going to yeah. say this and you just threw it, just in there. Throw it in there. Boom. But right, like that's one of the, I mean, I grew up in the church. I think that's probably like one of the first or second things you learn, probably second after, mm-hmm. you know, Jesus died for us. But for me, I learned about it and it was like, yep, that's great. Had a little song to remember it by. And all the little fruit on the wall in all the little grape bundles. Right, exactly. Right? Yeah. That, it, that I think for me, there was a little bit of easy to dismiss it as kind of the juvenile. Oh, that's for the nice whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever. And it's sort of those um, pleasant, socially acceptable thoughts and attitudes that we can go, well, that's a nice thing. Mm-hmm. I do what I can. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so right now I have two-thirds of my empty nest came back home. Yeah. So more people in my space, more mess in my house. I have a grade 11 high school student who doesn't have a job to go to anymore, and he's not going to school every day and seeing his friends, and I have to do school with him. Mm-hmm. And actually, my vocation is such that it hasn't decreased yeah. in this time. It's actually increased in a bit of pressure in how I get it done. So... I always say when the pressure's on is when you see where the fracture lines are. Oh, yeah. What's your situation looking like right now, Amy? Yeah, my situation is the two children that was one was in school full time and one was part time are now both at home. And my husband is uh, who I mean, he's still working, but he's about 50 percent from home working. Um, And so it's this this weird combination of my family responsibilities it feels has really increased and yet the things that you know in ministry or you know my interpersonal life that I was really enjoying and were energizers now don't have the same ability to happen Mm -hmm. so it's I'm at home so not only is the pressure on but you have fewer of the activities that do energize you just aren't happening at all right now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So when push comes to shove, exactly here we all are. And I actually think this is so important. I've been thinking about how these moments in our lives are actually such significant opportunities that we can either let go, because I can yeah. kind of go into this slump of, oh, whatever, it's a chunk of time, we got to get through it. Or it can be like, man, this is a time where I actually have an opportunity. The word opportunity has been kind of jumping Mm -hmm. out at me the last 24 hours, really. So I keep thinking, okay, opportunity, opportunity. What is the opportunity here? You know, having everybody back home again, it's like, man, there's things I didn't do. Maybe when they were younger Mm. or in different seasons that we can actually maximize now. So, so help me God. I played a family game the other night. I hate family games. Good job. And no one lost their temper. Yeah. (laughs) Solid win. (laughs) And, I mean, 
the same for you. You you expressed a little bit of, mm-hmm. man, I'm recognizing some opportunities I didn't take a few years ago. Oh, yeah. I think like looking back and recognizing that some of my spiritual renewal really happened after my kids were out of the solely at home toddler stage that now it feels like kind of a chance, an opportunity to be a little bit more engaged with them, be a little bit more connected and emotionally there for them and have like really cool opportunities to like talk about life and Jesus. Whereas before, it's not that I wasn't doing that, but I was so shut down in my emotions that my capacity to really connect was a little limited. So we're having some really cool opportunities and you and I in our conversations are also recognizing while we see the beauty of this opportunity that throughout the course of our day, because man, have you noticed it's a very, very long time from when everybody wakes up in oh, the morning until they go to bed. Oh, it's like forever. <laughs> and my kids still are going to bed at like 7.30, but they're up at 7.30 and uh-huh. it's just like 12 hours of like on. Yeah. And I still have hours where I go to my office because my office is by myself. It's just in another space. And that time goes by way too fast. <laughs> and I have so much more to do than I can do in those few hours because I'm not there as many hours as I was before because I'm trying to help my son do school and things. Yep. So we've noticed that while we recognize the gift and the opportunity in this, there's also so many opportunities throughout the day. Oh yeah. So many opportunities to, um, to fall back into the areas that are familiar to us. Yeah, because it's just like this place in my soul that's so familiar and it kind of fits and it's kind of cozy like sweatpants over dress pants. Oh yeah, right? Even if there's areas that, you know, for me, what I've found is areas that, you know, I'm still struggling with, but they're not the big giant holes they Mm -hmm. used to be. They're like the little potholes that in this time where there's so much upheaval and unsurety and stress and whatever, children, that... (laughs) My, I can totally, my soul feels pulled to go back to There's the places. A gravity to that. Oh yeah. Right. Like yeah. for me, control, right. It's like, mm. oh, f- things feel chaotic and out of my control. I know I will clamp down on everything. Smack down. Right. There's that. Yeah. That, and that works super well. Doesn't that it? pull. Mm-hmm. And there's the pull and the pull is not going there. But it's at that point that we get to choose which mm-hmm. way we're going to go. Mm-hmm. When we talk about fruit of the spirit, in case any of our listeners didn't get the cluster of grapes. Shoot. Or the song. School, it's one fruit, but manifests in nine different traits that are in scripture. It's in Galatians 5. And the part that actually leads up to this, the author's comparing two things. Mm-hmm. The true. deeds of our flesh, that would be your desire that you just expressed to go to control. And then the fruit of yielding to the Spirit's work in our lives. So there's a comparison and a contrast that's gone on. We have mm-hmm. options. We can react out of our own well, the deeds of the flesh, meaning basically my impulses in my humanity that's not under the authority of Jesus. And so there's lots we can do there that's outbursts of anger and jealousy and quarreling and hostility mm-hmm. and selfish ambition. I mean, beautiful words, aren't they? That's mm-hmm. how we want our homes to look. Not! But it's so easy to just default to that when the pressure's on. Yep. So as we've been talking about this, we're looking at the fruit of the Spirit and just going, man, this is our opportunity here is for more of this. Yeah. And it's not going to happen by knuckling down Yeah. because it's actually the fruit of the Spirit at work in us. So we're mm-hmm. going to yield to God and say, God, <laughs> right now, Smackdown appeals to me so good and it's going to be an outburst of anger. That's what it's going to look like for me yeah. personally. And it's not going to have good fruit. It's going to result in division, strife, frustration, Mm -hmm. 
ugly things in my house that we're going to then have to process for a few hours and maybe whatever, right? <laughs> or I can go, okay, Holy Spirit, I ain't got nothing right now, mm. but you do. And you live inside of me and I need you. Yeah. And sometimes I go to what I call the throne room yeah. to have this little moment to be filled, <laughs> a.k.a. the bathroom where the throne is because mm-hmm. I'm still alone. But let's look at some of the fruit, Amy, like the breakdown of the singular fruit, but looks like these nine characteristics. Mm -hmm. I looked at three different versions, right? So I looked at the New King James, I looked at the New Living Translation, and I looked at the Passion Translation, because just, you know, different wording hits differently. Mm -hmm. And I mean, they're all saying the same thing. So let's go with the traditional one. So people who need that familiar language... Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Yeah. That, a lot of people will be familiar with that, but you also dug yeah. into another translation. Yeah, the Passion Translation. And what I like is he really expands on the fact that these are just not passive characteristics. Hmm. Right? That it's not just like joy or patience that are like easy to dismiss or just like, of course I have joy. It doesn't look like I have joy. There's no evidence of it, but I have joy because I'm saying the word. But then I'm the, rolling my eyes. I know, but in the passion translation. Anything. Don't tell me I'm not happy. I'm happy on the inside. Mm-hmm. I've heard that from someone I love. Just saying. Yeah. But in the passion translation, he adds oomph behind it, that there's action, that there's a... Uh, yeah, he action. Brings a fresh voice. Exactly. So he says, but the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love in all its varied expressions. Joy that overflows, peace that subdues, patience that endures, kindness in action, a life full of virtue, faith that prevails, gentleness of heart, and strength of spirit. Never set the law above these qualities, for they are meant to be limitless. And for me, as I was... Um, you know, it just, I was reading about it, it just kept coming back and spent some time in it. It was the awareness for me of like, okay, these are all so good. Clearly they're from Jesus. They're good things. Yeah. But that I wondered what the counter of them were. Okay. So the, in a sense, the opposite or the absence of them? Yeah, the um, yeah opposite or what it looks like to be without it. Okay, And good. kind of back to the, um, I think we mentioned it, about there. there's a choice if we're going to let ourselves go one mm-hmm. way or the other way. That as I was looking into the fruit of the Spirit, it made it so clear to me. It came so clear that it was like, you're either picking the fruit of the Spirit or you're picking the result of the absence. Okay, so recognizing the deficit of this fruit, what that would look like helped you recognize where you want to grow in it, where you want more of it. Yeah. And, and looking at, man, if I'm not actively, you know, if I'm not actively seeking peace from Jesus, Mm -hmm. I'm actually choosing chaos and anxiety and worry. Mm -hmm. Like there's a picking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there sure is. And that made it very like, am I picking... Am I picking the kingdom of heaven or am I picking the kingdom of darkness to rule in my life, to rule in our house, to rule in when I'm interacting with people? And for me, just like breaking it down like that made it so much clearer to me than just, okay, well, I'm not picking, but I'm just kind of in this neutral ground. Things really suck right now. I'm just doing life. It doesn't matter. I mean, it can't help it. Everybody's in a difficult situation right now. Of course I'm feeling this way. Which is, yes. Valid to a point. And... Are we called to let our circumstances dictate 
who we are and our emotions. Right. So it's good to acknowledge it could be normal to feel anxious right now. And we pick from that spot which kingdom we're going to basically host. Yeah. That we're going to make space for. That we're going to invite to our brain space, mm-hmm. our heart space, and our home. Yeah. Are we picking the good fruit or the rotten fruit? <laughs> Making space for it to flourish. Yeah. Well, let's go through the list. The first yeah. one is joy, hey? Yeah. And for me, and I mean, I will make the disclaimer, as I came up with these, these are not like a scripture passage that directly contrasts them. Yeah. It was just me saying, okay, Jesus, like, what does the absence of this look like? So what did you come up with for joy? Despair. Mm-hmm. The absence of joy is despair. Hmm. So what would that look like for us right now for picking... To yield to the fruit of the Spirit or the Spirit's work, which would mean joy. And I love that it's joy that overflows, not right? just like a dribble, a bare yeah. minimum, but we were actually going to impact people around exactly. us. Exactly. And feeding despair. Yeah. So, I mean, man, as things are like hard for people and as, you know, you look in the news and there mm-hmm. is so much despair, right? Mm-hmm. All of the things that are happening that are really tragic and, and sad and that we can kind of fall into that and, and go really into mull on it. and mull on it and feed ourselves mm-hmm. on that. And so in the option of picking, are we picking joy or despair? Mm-hmm. When that feeling of like, oh my goodness comes, despair would be like, oh my goodness. Yeah. The whole world has gone to yeah. crap. Yeah. To use so it. So for me, some of that looks like taking my thoughts captive. Mm-hmm. Like I can go down the what if hole. We've got a what if podcast. Yeah. And really build a case for why I should have no joy. In fact, this is making me think of that funny time that someone said to me they thought I wasn't very smart. I just love how approachable I am. People obviously feel like they can say anything to me. Oh, I was so smart. befuddled. I was like, you didn't just say that you thought I wasn't very smart right to my face, did you? But I kept all those thoughts inside and just looked curious, I hope. And she's like, well, you just have so much joy that I figured you can't really be aware of how bad the world is around oh. us. I know, super insightful so comment So smart right there. means full of despair. Because you know how bad things are. And I was like, well, I just know how good Jesus is, even yeah. when things are really crappy. Because it's not this happy, clappy, Pollyanna detached from reality. No, it's really attached to the reality that Jesus is here. Yeah. And he has always helped me. And he is good, even when stuff goes to crap. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that would be feeding the joy that overflows instead of despair. Yeah. The next one is peace that subdues, which leaves the question, what's it subduing? Oh, man, this is one that I just love. In another, uh, uh, I think it's in Psalms. Mm -hmm. It talks about the peace that subdues chaos. Mm -hmm. And I've been, I mean, you've been in prayer meetings with me since this whole thing has started. I think that I pray that every single time is like the peace that subdues chaos. And when I think of chaos, if I don't have peace, chaos looks like worry, anxiety, Mm -hmm. control. Because I mean, really, there's a chaotic nature to control because you're just grasping and clamping and 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 people don't react to it well, so they freak out. Oh, yeah. Right. And it's like, no, this is the peace that subdues chaos. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of that passage in Philippians 4 that talks about when you give your cares to God and with thanksgiving, peace guards your heart. Yeah. And there's that, I, my heart really needs to be guarded right now. Mm-hmm. It says your heart's in your minds, actually. So yeah. it's both your thinking and your emotions Yeah. guarded by peace. And I love that picture. Mm-hmm. Give my cares to the Lord and thank Him. There's lots to thank Him for. Yeah. And there's going to be a peace that guards my heart and my mind. And we need that right now. Yeah. Yeah. Next one is patience that endures. Can we skip this one? 
No. Oh, okay. <laughs> we can't. Because this is also this is also one that I'm like, yeah, yeah. I remember right. in a job interview, actually, for the job I currently have, one of the people interviewing me said, which fruit of the Spirit do you feel like you have the most room to grow in? And I refrained from the theological discussion about that it's not multiple fruit. Good job. Because that would have been a good distraction. I was just really honest. I said, probably, probably patience. Sometimes mm -hmm. I really struggle with impatience mm -hmm. um, with people that aren't being efficient, getting with it, don't catch on, mm -hmm. stuck in their own little mud pies. I, I don't tolerate that well. So, yeah. so, so what about patience that enters Amy? So me this, I this. mean, I, now that you're saying this, I, it definitely can go into like the impatience mm -hmm. thing. The one that came up when I was like, Jesus, what's, what is this? The absence is like apathy because hmm. you're enduring but not with patience mm -hmm. that there's right as in the patience that endures is like a leaning in active patient not passive whereas apathy is you're enduring mm -hmm. but there's no like power or action around it it's very passive you're just eh. So probably depending on unique personalities, yeah. there's going to be more than one exactly. opposite expression. Yeah. And so, man, if we're going through this and you're like, I don't think that's me at all, yeah. then just say, okay, Jesus, what does the absence of this look like in my life? Because we're throwing out ideas, totally. but like you said, we're all yeah. different and it can lend. Yeah. And Jesus knows. Because when I'm sick of enduring, I'm just on to the like, chop, chop, come okay. on, hop, hop, people, yeah. let's do it. I'm going to straighten you out. I'm going to help you realize this and we are going to move yeah. it. And when I'm sick of enduring, I'm just like, whatever. Yeah, so there you I go. Know. So, yeah. People might prefer ways. to live with you than me. <laughs> well, yeah. Guess it depends which, which way you go. <laughs> the next one is kindness in action. Yeah. But Amy, what if people in my house aren't being kind to me? Well. <laughs> do tell. <laughs> do tell. Well, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. <laughs> Before they're doing it to me? Right. Oh, sucks. Uh, another, I think it's in the new, maybe I won't quote what it is just so I don't get skewered if I had the wrong biblical passage. Somebody would do that too. I know, but they another word is like sweetness. Oh, okay. Sweetness. Oh, right. A kindness and a sweetness. I like that. And for me, it was like the absence of that looks like self-preservation. Hmm. Me at all cost. And right, the kindness and a sweetness for me has like this reaching out, this, this connecting, this choosing, choosing to show up and love people well in kindness and a sweetness. Hmm. And the absence of it is you're not giving me what I need. Hmm. That's pretty good. Yeah. It makes me think of Ephesians 5, 1 in the message translation or paraphrase where it says, learn to love like God loves. Who mm. loves extravagantly expecting nothing in return. Yeah. And I would say that in the house with people a lot, that expecting nothing in return is a, as a whole. I could fall into that idea that nobody else is doing blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I've done these five things and then they want me to yeah. do one more and they've done nothing. And which doesn't mean I don't ask for help. But the sweetness would be probably key to how. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, this is a good list. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And the next one, a life full of virtue. Yeah. What would that one be in our traditional translation? Goodness. Goodness. Mm. Yeah. I resonate with goodness. Yeah. I mean, life full of virtue. Mm -hmm. The first thing that comes to mind is like religious. I'm so full of I virtue. I got a little, little house toity. in the prairie dress on. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but the goodness. Mm -hmm. <laughs> For me, I, this one was interesting because I was like, huh. At first I was like, I don't 
know if this really fits. And yet, as I did this with my small group, it seemed to resonate. Okay, so what like, do you do? The one without goodness, it's like a scarcity mindset hmm. of like, there's not enough of anything. So I need to hoard. Oh, that I mean, sort of speaks to us I right mean, now. very physical. I not mean, just toilet paper. Right? But we've seen that mm-hmm. in physical terms mm-hmm. of people hoarding out of like scarcity. Yeah. But also like, man, emotionally hoarding, right? Where it's like, I don't have enough. God does not have enough. I'm cut off from all, right? And mm-hmm. I can see in my own soul where I could go there. Where it's like, I don't have all the people that I would really like to see all the time. I don't have all my energizers. I, nope, I don't have enough to engage with goodness, to show goodness to people. No, I need to hoard it. I don't have enough emotional energy to get through this day, so I Mm. need to make sure I pull back. That's really good. Where it's like, it's like, no, the fruit of the spirit, right? Yeah. Is giving, and there's a goodness that comes that is not Hmm. scarcity. Yeah, it's really good. Right, because God is good. Yeah. And he's... And he's providing limitless, fun. and it's okay to take a time out for a few minutes oh, and regroup. Yes, <laughs> do not hear me say. Oh no, but just then to know that he's the source. Yeah. Like in that little time out where you acknowledge, I feel like naming and acknowledging things helps me a lot. Totally. Like God, I am short on this right yeah. now, and I acknowledge that you said you're good, and your spirit is big inside of me, even if I can't go for coffee with friends. Mm-hmm. I was really noticing that today. I yeah. saw a picture of some people having coffee in a coffee shop. I think yeah. it was on a website. I was doing something with my son. And all of a sudden I was like, I just want to go to a coffee shop with my friends. I was like, wow, you know, like you don't know how much those things are affecting you until you have these little moments. Yeah. So I give that to him. Yeah. Honestly acknowledging it. But man, you're God in this time. You're going to meet that need mm-hmm. in extraordinary ways. Yeah. And the fruit of the spirit, it said, is limitless. <sighs> There's more than <sighs> Yeah. That's good. Just <laughs> take a deep good. breath into that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a faith that prevails. Mm-hmm. Faith is just the funniest thing to process with people, to hear them talk about faith. Like, faith like faith can just sound like this wonderful religious abstract idea, but the reality is that the truth of what faith is only exists when we have nothing else. Yeah. We don't know. Mm-hmm. This is the tension. You can't have faith unless you actually don't know. Yeah. You have no other recourse. You and if there's anything we don't know right now, there's <laughs> everything. Our whole entire future. We make plans, <laughs> ha ha, and we have no idea two weeks from now what our world's going to look like. Yeah. And the fruit of the spirit is the faith that prevails. Yeah. And for me, the absence of that was hopelessness. Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. The absence of hope, even though hope and faith aren't precisely the same thing. Um, somebody said to me, faith is not doubt. The opposite of faith isn't doubt, but rather disobedience. And that Mm. was an interesting thought for me to process. So along with like a sense of despair or hopelessness would be a feeling of what does obedience look like for me right now? Mm. And it actually kind of looks like I made this choice this morning when I went to pay some bills and I'm like, oh crap, you know? What's next month going to look like? Because we don't know. My husband hasn't had work now for a couple of weeks. And it's like, what would my obedient response be right now? And I thought, give thanks in all things. Mm-hmm. So my faith working out looks like the obedience of giving thanks in everything. So yeah. just thanking God so much. I had enough for the bill this month. Mm-hmm. And I started to thank him that he's going to be present next month and the next month after. And then that hopeless, yucky, despairing, blue feeling, it went away. Yeah. My it, the the interesting thing about the fruit of the spirit is there's a lot of emotion attached to it. Mm-hmm. It isn't always a feeling, 
But when I make space for it, a feeling comes. Yeah. I make space for it and a feeling comes. Not that it's a feeling I have to start with. Yeah. Exactly. Any more thoughts on faith that prevails? Nah, you covered that one no. good. Okay, phew. The next one, gentleness of heart. Oh, this is so good. And for me, like, it was so... This one came really clear. It was just like, the absence of that looks like arrogance and pride. Ouch. Right? Where mm-hmm. it's it's the gentle the gentleness of heart is, is coming with what you have, Mm -hmm. but also holding it loosely and presenting things in a way that are, that is as gracious and gentle to other people, tailoring it to other people as much as you can. Mm -hmm. And just coming and say, Hey, this is, this is what I think. This is where I think we should go or what's going on. Or I wonder, I've noticed this in a gentleness, whereas arrogance and pride is like this top down heavy, I know it all. Let me tell you what's wrong. My ideas wrong. are good. I know the right way to do right? this. Right? And it, and it, to me, it's arrogance and pride is like also so entangled with like blame, accusation, and judgment. Mm-hmm. Right? Because if you think you know it all, then you're going to look at the people that are and be like, you suck. You don't know it all. You're whatever, into judgment. And then, mm-hmm. right? The accusation is again like from a place of you've elevated yourself to the place of judge yeah. and deciding. Yeah. Right? Something I've noticed in my own heart posture and as I'm engaging or interacting with other people in the confines of my house, that for me, gentleness of heart and that humility, it would be really helpful if people would ask questions and be good listeners. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's an expression of that. Like before we come in with our opinion or our frustration, to ask good questions and be good listeners. Yeah. It's a gentleness of heart. And that's like, for me, that's such a, that's a good thing that I constantly, I'm like, okay, Amy, remember, remember. Cause I, I do like, if I've thought about something, I'm pretty direct in saying it. Not that in my head, I'm not saying, oh, yours doesn't matter. But I recognize the way I speak comes across as no, the decisions made. This is what I think. End of discussion. Well, and the reality is it's great to be persuaded. You have good ideas. It's mm-hmm. just good to be open to enhancing them through the input of others exactly and also recognizing for me it's just recognizing men how i can come across can make people feel like there's no space for their input Mm -hmm. so to ask for their input first and wait then give my input has been helpful it's been helpful we should invite our husbands into our podcast someday But have very specific questions. What? No control. Oh, control? Like guidance, not Yeah, guidance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Responsible Mm -hmm. something. Yeah. So the last one is strength of spirit. And I am noticing every time I read the word strength in scripture right now, Mm -hmm. I I want this strength, this core of something stable and solid. Mm -hmm. And this one is is the self-control. Mm, one right okay okay strength of spirit self-control and for me it was the absence of that can look like a victim wow there's no appeal to that feeling right now in these current situations oh goodness right freedoms are limited and all these things are happening that are way beyond our control and i think this one is like Mm -hmm. right now prime opportunity to fall into this little gross mud puddle yeah where we feel like we're the victim it seems legit because there are things that are out of control and that are being limited oh yeah and i wouldn't i mean i think we all have a tendency to kind of go into the victim i wouldn't say that's been a huge gigantic Mm -hmm. pothole for me but man 
these last little bit, I've noticed just like, oh my goodness, like this is so hard. I have to teach my children. Oh, and they're like complaining. Why can't they just, oh, this is like, I've felt my soul go to this place. And I'm like, oh, 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 no, no. But there's like a, there's something appealing about it. There's this gravity that pulls there. Right. Mm -hmm. And I know we talked about this in our self-leadership when my dad was on mm -hmm. about how some of the appeal of victim is that we don't have to take responsibility. We don't have to actually do anything because it's all yeah. based on circumstances or other people. And the immediate visual that comes to me is staying in my sweatpants in bed all day long. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not a fruitful, happy life, regardless of external circumstances. Yeah. You also really touched on something there that I know is the antithesis or the opposition of this fruit of the spirit is complaining. Yeah. It's just like quoting the enemy mm -hmm. repeatedly. It's different than acknowledging, man, I've had a rough week. This is really stretching me right now. That's mm -hmm. just an honest confession. But when every day I repeat the same things, this sucks, I can't even, it always, they never, yeah. here we go, blah, blah, blah. it complained just drains the light right out of the space mm -hmm. around us. I had a conversation with, about that with my daughter this morning. Okay. So this morning, her Rice Krispies tasted stale, or it was the milk. We couldn't decide, she couldn't decide, but after that, then all of a sudden her brother was like, this is terrible, after he'd eaten half the bowl. <laughs> And I was just like, okay, well, let's get some toast. And and she was upset that she now had to do the toast. And Life she was like, really is I know, right? <laughs> and she was just like, this is going to be the worst day ever. Mm -hmm. She's like, I know, mom, this is going to be a terrible day. Ooh. And I was like, okay, why is that? She's like, already, it's terrible. And she just like kept, like, as she's doing the toast, she's like, yep, this is going to be the worst day. This is terrible. And I was just like, stop it. I said, man, we can acknowledge, man, this sucks that you were looking forward to Rice Krispies and now they taste gross and now you have to do toast that you didn't really want to do. But man, it's 8 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> There's a lot of choices ahead of us. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you have said that this is going to be a terrible day five or six times. You know what? This is going to be a terrible day. Yeah, your words have so much power. Right, because your words, your belief, and your actions now as you're moping around all of those are going to come together and it is going to be a terrible day mm -hmm. how can we change this and she was like well this is going to be i'm like no <laughs> how are we going to change this she's like oh what's that i mean the old song the old song what's that old song mom you sing sometimes right this is the day this oh. is the day that the lord has made right and as we started singing that whatever early yeah. 90s song Oh, it was way before that. Was Andy, it? I remember my mom making my sister and I sing this song while we did the dishes when we were fighting. If we started okay. fighting while we were dish doing dishes by hand in the dark Okay, ages. so it's been a solid for, it's been around for decades. But it worked the same then. It changed our attitudes. It did. And it was like, as we declared that and as we decided that we weren't going to continually say this was going to be the worst day ever, it shifted. Yeah. My attitude of like, you need to stop this and I will make you stop this, right? The pull to maybe control yeah. ended as we declared that, no, God made this day and we will rejoice and be glad in it. So good. Yeah. So good. So as we wrap this up and we're talking about making space for the spirit to flow mm -hmm. or to yield. I like the idea of yielding. Like he's right there and he wants to help. Yeah. But I have to actually kind of do this surrender to him. We are ushering the presence of Jesus, not into our own hearts only, but into our homes. Yeah. And so we actually have so much influence, not to control and manipulate things, but just to 
make a difference. It's really, really positive. It's the very opposite of being this victim that you mm-hmm. talked about that saps our strength. Mm-hmm. And man, if as we went through this list, if there's any section that you were like, ooh, that's me, then right, it's a simple confess and repent, mm-hmm. break agreement. We have that on our um, Facebook or website if you want some words that kind of help it out. Man. I, I found confession to be really powerful oh, for yeah. me lately. Just saying, God, I'm sorry. I can tell that I was just really impatient there and probably like arrogant now that you've given me that helpful yeah. word <laughs> in how I came across and, you know, making mm-hmm. apology to my son. I didn't feel like I did anything wrong, but he sure did. So making amends there and then just going, Jesus, I think my heart wasn't real good there. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to make space for darkness here. Please yeah. forgive me and yeah. come and fill me with your spirit. Yeah. And that's what is not the knuckling down. It's the come and fill me with your spirit. Mm-hmm. I want this good fruit in my home. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And in this time of great pressure where things will grow exponentially. Good or bad. Good or bad. That we have an opportunity to grow and flourish in the fruits of the spirit as we go further up and further in. Mm-hmm.